margins are getting thinner, expenses are on the rise, and you feel like you need to raise your prices. But how do you do that without losing clients? On this episode, we're going to give you some of our personal tips on how to raise prices and retain your clients. Welcome to the Checkpoint Podcast, where we help you set and reach new milestones in your service business. My name is Matthew Armstrong, and I'm your host. And on this episode, we're talking about how to raise your prices without losing clients, how to deliver that news, some things you need to think about before you actually choose to raise your prices on your clients. It's going to be a good episode we know you're going to learn something. I'm here with Matt Allen, Czech's Director of Education all right, all right. and the Professor, as I prefer to call him. Anyways, before we jump into this podcast, I want to tell you that this podcast is brought to you by Check, the service business management app. Now, Check was designed to help you leave all of your admin in the field. It's going to help you get organized automate your admin so that whenever you get home, you get to flop down on the couch. You don't have any more invoices to send out. You have no more scheduling to do. It's a beautiful thing. So if you're interested in using Check, if you have a small or solo service business, you can go to hellocheck.co and hit download to get it right now, or we linked it in the show notes for you. There's a 14-day free trial, no credit card required, so you can get started with no risk go do it right now. Okay, dude, we are talking about raising prices, which is a sensitive subject. People can get out of their minds about this subject. Yeah, money money can be sensitive and awkward. Mo money, mo problems. (laughs) That's what one of the greatest philosophers of all time said. Am I right? So Matt, talk to us a little bit about why we need to raise prices. Mm -hmm. Like what, what all is happening that goes into that equation? Yeah. I mean, it, it feels obvious, but it what it boils down to is stuff's more expensive, right? I mean, y'all are feeling it. We're feeling it. You've got personal expenses. So rent, yeah. cars, groceries, your internet. I mean, all these things that you pay for yeah. are getting more expensive. Yeah. If you work for like corporate America, they often provide you cost of living wage, you know, wage increases every yeah. year. You own your own business, so you got to be the one that's going to give yourself a raise. Yeah. Right? So you have to raise your prices if you're going to give yourself a raise. The other thing, and oh, man, do we feel this, the the expenses for your business. Yeah. Right? I remember the first commercial mower I bought, 21-inch, was 800 bucks. Mm. And I, I love that thing. I looked at it before we were, when we were preparing for this. That same mower, nothing has changed, is $400 more expensive. $1,200 for that mower. Ouch. Right? And then let's just talk about employees, right? We all know this. It's it's in the news everywhere. Because personal expenses go up, now people need to be paid more in order to pay for their rent, their food, and all this other stuff. So whereas like 10 years ago, I could hire somebody and start them at like 10, 12 bucks an hour and slowly creep them up, you know, and people thought, wow, this is great. I'm getting paid 15 bucks an hour to cut grass or do landscaping. And nowadays, you know, I'm talking to folks online and, and they, they're they not able to get anybody unless they're starting at 20 bucks an hour, mm. right? And so I understand it both from like how difficult it is as an employer. Yeah. And I see the other side of like, look, I've got to pay for expenses, That's right. you know, diapers, rent, whatever it is, right? Yeah. And so both sides of it are tough. Yeah. So 
the the only way to survive in my opinion is really you got to raise your prices to be able to account for these increased business expenses yeah and another another big reason to increase your prices is simply increased demand like if you're doing a good job at providing a good service now whether it's pressure washing window cleaning lawn care landscaping if you're doing a good job most of these service businesses grow primarily through word of mouth actually 70 percent of operators grow their business primarily through word of mouth. So if you're doing a good job, you're knocking it out of the park, you will grow your business or at least increase the amount of leads. It's up to you and figure out how much you want to grow. Everyone has different capacities. Everyone has different goals. But as you are increasing growth in your business, another thing that you want to make sure that I paid attention to as I was starting to hit my capacity with my business is I started increasing the price. Right. Because if I'm going to take on any additional clients, if I'm full, if my capacity is absolutely full, you better believe all these new clients that are coming in, they're getting like they're coming in the door with higher prices than my existing clients. Yeah, I remember taking on new clients when I first started, you know, when somebody was like, Oh, is there any room to negotiate? And you're like, Yeah, sure, I'll knock five, ten bucks up, sure. you know, a visit off of that. When I was full, it was like, let's take it or leave it. This is the price. Like I, I, yeah. I'm not going to take on a new client that's paying less that's right. than the majority of my existing clients. That's exactly right. Go ahead. I think kind of continuing on with that is raising prices. You, you like we just talked about. Now you're growing. You're gonna realize, especially when you first start, like you're gonna like. Have you ever gotten a bid wrong? Right. Like oh my gosh. We can all raise our hands. Right. We we expected it to take this long. Yeah. And then there was something we didn't see or the expectations changed and you're way off, right? Yeah. And so you've, you've got to go back to the client and say, look, you know, either it was your mistake and you, you didn't see something or yeah. you didn't understand something that they were going to ask you to do. And so it's taking longer or the expectations have changed. Yes. Something about their life and their things have changed. And mm-hmm. so they're asking you to do more work. That's right. And we can't be in the business of doing more work for the same amount of money. That's it right. just it just doesn't work that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's that's painful. Okay. So let's just assume everyone is convinced we gotta raise our prices. Right. Or it, it it might not even be for some, it's across the board. Everyone's prices need to go up. Yeah. But for others it may we may at least know okay, there are certain clients that I want to raise the price on. So we need to talk about how we how we raise prices, like how much do you raise mm-hmm. prices? But I, I wanna stop and give a little caveat. I actually forgot to say this up front. A lot of our experience is in lawn care and landscape, mm-hmm. but this applies across the board to any and all service businesses. The difference is that for people who are in, for operators who are running like recurring service businesses, like like I was with lawn care, right. yours is more one-off with mm-hmm. landscape. Yeah. But for me, I'm talking about raising prices on existing clients and I have to do some good communication. That's what we're going to talk a little bit about. It's like, yeah. how do you actually communicate that with them? But for for everyone across the board, even if it's one-off stuff, you need to be taking it. We, we got to take a look at our prices periodically and analyze those so that we don't get down the road and say holy crap i just left so much money on the table right i mean even in the one-off stuff yeah i would still get a lot of reoccurring business but just not like weekly or monthly it was like hey we did this last year can we do this again 
Yes. And I would have to have that point. sort of awkward or uncomfortable conversation mm-hmm. that what you paid last year is not what you can pay this year. Yes. Right? Because if you do, like whether it's recurring or like it's you're if you underbid a job, it is really hard to keep a good attitude <laughs> while you're doing that job. It's so true. Like it's oh, so true. Like we don't want to be bitter. Right, like yeah. we don't want. I want to be a little Mr. Poopy Pants. I, I love like. I'm sure you guys have had, we don't like, do that. When you land that job and you know you got an amazing price on it, yeah, and you're just like whistle while you work, right? Like, yeah, I'm getting paid today. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. But then you get that other job where you're like underbid it, and you're, <laughs> you know, oh, like, yeah. Or so, or whenever the client accepts the price way too fast. Yeah, <laughs> dude, <laughs> I had one of those. <laughs> I did a massive cleanup. This person had cut their grass in six months. I mean, in South Louisiana, hadn't cut their grass in South Louisiana yeah. in six months. I'm talking like seven, eight foot. I actually posted it on on TikTok. It took so long. But whenever that person, I said, "Hey, it's going to be this much." Like they're like, "Great." They're like so stoked, and I was like, "Oh, dang!" I could have charged I, more. I already <laughs> like I knew, and then. Yeah, then I actually went back, kept getting rained out, so it grew probably another six inches to a foot, and then by the time I went out, it just it just took so long. It was we pain- want good was clients who are paying us good money for our services. Yeah, because we're working hard. Yes, we should be compensated for that. Okay, so 100%. how much do we raise prices? Okay, so we we talk about this all the time. All like, the time know your numbers. If you don't know how much your business costs you, then it's really hard to, with confidence, say, well, this is how much I need to charge. Yeah. So, you know, we talk about, we always break down know your numbers into two parts. Number one, how much do you need to stick in your pocket? So this is understanding your personal finances and just like what what could you be earning elsewhere, mm-hmm. you know, for either less work or, you know, more money, those kind, kinds of things. Like you have to know what, is it to make it worth it yes. to be a service provider? What do you have to put in your pocket? The second thing is how much is it going to cost you to pr- to offer those services, to provide, provide those services? We have built a calculator on our website. We're going to put a link down in the show notes or the description. And it's a simple tool that lets you put in both of those things that I talked about. How much money do you need to put in your pocket? And how much does your business cost you to run? And then it's going to spit out what we call the target hourly rate. And this is the target hourly rate is what you need to charge for your services. When you show up to a property, you're going to look at it and say, well, how long is this going to take me to mm-hmm. to complete? You take that time to complete, multiply it by the target hourly rate, and you're going to get a, a bid number that you can say with confidence, this is what I'm going to do. Now, we've done the work. We've come up with a THR number. Yeah. What we also built, because we love... We love building tools. Like we do this for y'all. Like that's why we're here. We want to provide excellent tools. So the other tool that we built was a should I raise my prices assessment. Yeah. So you take that target hourly rate that you came up with, or you maybe you already know it, right? Sure. And mm-hmm. you put it in there and then it you list out your clients and you put in how long it takes to complete each property. So maybe you need to make use of a timer mm-hmm. um, for for a couple of weeks and kind of yeah. get a get a feel. I think we sometimes underestimate how long sometimes it takes to complete. Yeah. And that tool is then going to tell you whether you're on bid, under bid, over bid, and kind of make suggestions as to whether mm-hmm. you need to raise your prices. So again, we're trying to take some of the the guesswork out and yeah. really, really build in like 
cold hard numbers to give you the confidence that this I need to raise the prices. If I'm if I'm going to keep going in this business, pay myself what yeah. what I need to pay myself, these are the prices I have to charge. Yeah. And kind of take a little bit of the emotion out of it, I guess. Because yeah. cuz numbers are awkward, right? Some of these conversations are awkward. Those are tools they do take time to complete. So, yeah. I know Matthew when you we were preparing for this, you did you did do some research on inflation. So, yeah. Talk to me a little bit about like how can we yeah. if we don't have time to do the numbers What's just like a good cross the board number to raise? Yeah, right now. So I looked it up. Right now, the twelve months trailing inflation as of the end of August twenty twenty two is eight point three percent. So August to August. Yeah. So or what was it September first to August? Sure. In end of August, but that's eight point three percent. That's a that's pretty hefty. Like that's, it's a big, that's jump. big. It's a big and, jump. You know, it, it's not a shock. Like everyone's everyone's talking about inflation. Whether you're on social media, you watch the news. Like you've heard inflation no less than 367 times in the past 24 hours. Yeah. Like it's just everyone's talking about sure. this. But what that what that means effectively, you may not feel it immediately, but if you don't raise your prices consistently or at least on a seasonal basis can take into consideration in inflation then you're effectively giving yourself a pay cut every single year if those prices stay the same the value of those dollars are decreasing or are decreasing over time as inflation inflation increases more sharply and so I'm not about to stay at a job where every year I earn less than I did the year before. It's painful. Like, yeah, it, it's it, you can't do that. No. Nowadays. So, I mean, value 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 yourself, value your time, yeah. right? Is what I think what we're in, in a lot of ways what yeah. we're saying. Yeah, and it, yeah, I think it, it, if anything, when we're saying this, we're not saying you should do this, you should do that. It, we're saying you are worth this, you are worth that. So, feel released to increase those prices. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So before we before we go into like how to deliver the news of hey I need to raise your price or this is what the new price is going to be I want to give a quick plug for the check app. So the check app automates all of your admin so that by the time you get home all your admin is done. No more invoices to send. No more schedules to review. It's all there. It's all done. Your routes are optimized. It's a beautiful thing. The cool thing about the check app is that you can start for free, 14 day free trial, no credit card required. So so there's no risk to you. It's going to help you look more professional. It's going to reduce your stress. It's going to increase the amount of time you're actually earning money, which gives you more time for what matters. So go get it today in the Google Play or, or Apple App Store. You can look in our show notes, Hello Check at the link. You can go to hellocheck.co and click download. Many ways to get it, but the important thing is get it, try it out starting today. I want to give you a real review from one of our users, Coop12425. I love these reviews. Here you go. I'm a high school kid who runs a solo lawn business. Keeping track of my clients and income was difficult and something to learn. I ran into this app on TikTok. Mowing has never been easier. Great app that helps organize my client base and all their info. My favorite feature is the scheduling so I don't forget about a lawn. They also have great customer service that replies fast if there are any issues. Highly recommend check. That's a five-star review. Thank you so much, Coop1. One two four two five for that review. Really appreciate it. And let's get back to the episode. Okay, so let's talk about how to deliver this news. Yeah, Th- this is everything is theoretical up until this point. 
whenever you say you gotta I'm pull a, the trigger i'm about to pull the trigger not pull the trigger at a client no 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 no. just but, on the but with a client pressing the send button we're gonna on that send, text yeah, yeah we're going the, to the phone call we're going to communicate with the it. clients okay so this is a big opportunity we have the opportunity to show that we are professionals by how we communicate about a price increase and one of the biggest ways you can show that you're a professional is by showing that you actually care about your clients. This is not something that is going to go over super well if you just throw it in their face and assume that they're going to be super upset about it. What we can do is build trust with them even as we're giving what they might perceive as bad news, okay? Because at the end of the day, we are our brand, as solo operators, as small business owners, we are our brand. And since we grow our businesses primarily through word of mouth, and word of mouth is the lifeblood of many new leads, we have to pay attention to that. And so I want to give you a like a price increase checklist. These are things that I've done and that I think have worked well for me, especially for me, you know, I, I'm at least considering raising prices at the beginning of every season. I'm analyzing those things because, yeah. mm-hmm. you, you know, you're re-upping. And I know for me, step one is just giving context, okay? Right. So it's it, it could be you could mention inflation, you could mention higher demand, stuff like that. If you're going to raise your prices because of higher demand, I would recommend doing that at the beginning of the season, not multiple times throughout the year. Right. But if you have to give that context, that's, you know, that's helpful. Or if you underpriced it in the first place, you just say, Hey, look, I'm so sorry. I missed the mark on this. This pro this job should actually be X. You could even cut them a little deal. Say like, I'll do it for the, for this price for, for the, you know, for the next, however many weeks or months, that type of thing. So number one, give context. Number two is give the details, give, give all the relevant information about the new price, the new frequency. If you need to change what you're offering, then if they've already told you, hey, I'm not going up in price or anything like that, then you could actually reduce the, like, reduce the services that you offer. Like, I think it was someone who reached out to us on TikTok or Instagram recently. They were saying like, hey, there's this older, maybe it was in the Discord. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But but someone, but I think it was someone who reached out and said, hey, what do I do? I have this this couple. They can't afford much. We've been doing, we've been cutting their grass and it's been for this price. But now they want us to add this, she wants us to add this portion you know, further behind the house, which is like dramatically increases the, you know, the, the services and she wants to pay the same price. What do, you know, what do I do? And you could say, Hey, this is going to be your price for your existing, you know, the existing stuff that we did, or this is the new price for that extended area. Right. right. And you just say, you can pick one or, you know, Mm -hmm. one or the other, but you get, you know, give those, give those details. And so that was actually step two and three. So giving the details and then also step three, clarifying if you're going to reduce or change the services offered. Yeah. You can sometimes, if their budget is set, like I, I'm not going to spend any more on this service, but you need to increase prices. Sometimes it is six. I have successfully reduced what I provide mm-hmm. on a regular basis. 
Yeah. So effectively, like the amount that they are paying me stays the same, but the amount of time that I am spending providing that service is less, which frees me up to go find other work. Yes, and that's that's great. All right, step four is giving them a deadline to make a decision. So you don't want to just leave this out there. I know, uh, again, in my context with lawn care, you don't want the you don't want the grass to grow indefinitely without without maintaining mm-hmm. it. So if they don't respond quickly then you're looking at an overgrown yard, which is going to be an additional fee. Right, right. If they mm-hmm. don't get back to you on time. And so anyways, get like give them a deadline to make a decision. I find that, you know, for f- whenever I was doing price increases with my business, I would send these out in early February. Sure. Well before we started cutting down here in Louisiana. And so I'd maybe give them like two weeks to respond. If they didn't respond in the first week, I'd send them another email. Hey, remember, right, I need right. to hear back from you this time and typically typically they get back and say like all right this is what i want you know this is what i want to go with and then step five is thank them these are your clients again you are a professional and we have the opportunity to show them that we care by how we deliver this news so it's it's kind of a whiff and it's hard hard to see whenever people don't believe the best in their clients yeah or don't try to work with them and it's like i'm not cutting your grass anymore unless you pay me X. Yeah. Well, that's not the way to deliver the news. <laughs> that's that. Yeah. That that's hard because that turn that, your customer off. That doesn't. Yeah. That doesn't inspire confidence in them that they're going to be treated well in the future if something else goes wrong. Right. So now I did not. I did not successfully. I I did not have a hundred percent batting average. Yeah. On raising prices. Yeah. You know, not everybody. I don't think anyone does. Right. Right. So, so what would be your advice on how do you handle the no's? Like when somebody, when you, what if somebody says no to your price increase? Got to stick to it. Sticking to your guns. You have to stick to it. Yeah. Because let's just break this down again, because our goal here is to help you feel good and confident about raising prices to the point that you know you are worth. So let's just break this down again. Your time is valuable. And as you gain experience and professionalism, you can charge more. You should charge more. It's okay to charge more. Yes. It's even expected that you charge more. You did the math. You crunched the numbers. You know what it's going to cost you to run your business and to make it worth it for you to keep showing up and performing these services. And if a client says, hey, they can't afford it, then again, an option is to reduce, reduce the services. services. Mm-hmm. That is a great option. If they're like, hey, I'm so sorry that was higher than I thought, or I can't I can't afford that right now, be like, okay, well, here's what I can offer you. Are you interested in that? Or you move on. And I've, you know, if a client gets angry with you, let's talk about those. If you've been in the industry long enough, you're it's going to happen to you. You're gonna hear about people who mm-hmm. who did that. If someone gets angry with you, over typically we're talking about a few dollars right like at least for for me lawn care you're it's talking a about a few dollars points. per cut like that's what we're talking yeah. about here like instead like you know think about this if i move your price from 50 to 55 dollars per cut that's five dollars that's only a 10 percent increase that's the you know that covers inflation but that's only five dollars per cut and someone gets angry at you to me, that's a red flag. That is an indicator that they never really valued me before, 
right? They may have been okay with me. They may have been happy with my service. But if you're going to get mad at a person who is working hard for you, then doesn't necessarily make me as a business owner want to keep showing them because I kind of want to slap an extra pain in my tail fee on top mm-hmm. of that, which I have done. Yeah. Talk, we, we didn't even talk about that. No, 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 we didn't no, talk we'll about there. that fee. <laughs> That's a fee that I like to slap on people. Like if, a, if, a, if I don't like a yard, I will try to price myself out to the point that if they, if they come back and accept it, I'm happy again. Yeah, uh, I but, think I think there's something to be said in this industry about having good relationships yes, with your clients. So good. Where it's it's this very like two-way mutual relationship right. where you value them and the service that or the 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 income that they provide to you and your your business and your family mm-hmm. and you you value they value you as like the hard work that you've put in. And so yeah. the more clients like it's just a quality of life, you know? Like the clients that give you like I had one that would give me little like gift cards to Starbucks. That's awesome. You know, for Christmas. I had I had a elderly lady who gave me socks, right? Oh, like with little pelicans on them for love Louisiana, the right? It's like those clients are you want to stack your schedule. You want to yeah. stack, you know, your funnel with clients that that there's a two-way street. And so mm-hmm. the cli- I have found that the clients that respect me, that respect the work that myself and my crew were providing, we're okay with the price increase. Yes. And and they understood and it wasn't worth it to them. Like the, the pain and the agony of trying to find somebody else and get new bids and they might not even find somebody that's gonna charge less than what I'm charging, yeah. right? And so it wasn't worth it to them and it was what was worth it was keeping me around. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a good point. And again, like uh, I know that, I, I can't remember if I've told this story before or not, but you know, I had someone, I had someone who reached out for, this wasn't an existing client, so I didn't necessarily raise their price, but this kind of gets the point across is that I gave this person a, I gave this lady a bid $48 per cut. Mm-hmm. And her response was, can you do it for 45? And just red flag. Yeah, to me. yeah, yeah, yeah. $3. I, I was kind of stunned. Like, are you like, now, of course, like, it's okay. Like, it's okay. She's going, you know, if she wants to ask, that's up to her on whether or not she wants to ask. But as a business owner, it's up to me on whether or not to take that counter or not. Mm -hmm. And I held my ground. And it wasn't necessarily because of the $3. It was because if she's asking for $3 now, what is she going to ask for later? Later. Mm -hmm. And so I held my ground and decided if she wants to go with me for 48, I, you know, I almost respond. I had to like, sometimes I have to put the phone down and just take a breath because I wanted to say, okay, I'll do it for 50. Yeah. Like <laughs> I wanted to go the other way. Cause I'm like, like you annoying me right now. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that is, that is operator real talk right there. But, but she didn't go with me. And then I, you know, every once in a while I'd pass by her yard on the way to another client and that thing looked pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Edges looked horrible. Yeah. It just, it was like, whatever. She reached back out a few months later and was at, you know, was asking me to cut her grass. But anyways, stick to your guns. You know what you're worth. You've done yep. the math. Yep. You're worth, like, you're worth it. All right. It's, it's okay. It so, is okay to ask for, you know, we've, for those high prices. We've kind of gone over a lot today. Yeah. yeah. Pack, 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 pack. We know what, why we need to raise prices. Yeah. We know how we're, like, what we're going to raise prices by. Yeah. We know how we're going to communicate. 
That's a lot. But what yeah. what's like the one thing you want somebody to take away from today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there is a lot in this episode. There's a lot that we can that we've covered, and really, I think that to encapsulate it and to make sure that you have the resources that you need, go to the blog posts. We'll link them in the show notes. There's one that's called "Do I Need to Raise My Prices?" and another one that's called "How to Raise My Prices." And in there, we give you the resources to calculate your target hourly rate to assess your existing prices. And also we even give you a template on some communication tactics, like some, like an email template that will help you communicate to your clients about a price increase. And also throwing this out, if you have a rough situation that you're in around pricing or anything like that regarding your business, join our discord and throw it in there because we got some all stars in there. So our team, Matt and I are active in our discord. And then also we have some incredible professionals running awesome businesses that are in the check crew discord. So go jump on that. We'll link that in the show notes as well. But anyways, I I want y'all to remember that at Check, we are here to champion you, the operator. We want to help you any way that we can, whether that's through our content, answering pressing questions, engaging with you on social media, or with the Check app. We're here to help you and serve you and champion you. If you got any sort of value out of this podcast, please leave us a good rating and review, share it, post it up, anything like that. We'd love for you to do that. And then also, if you're not already, jump in our Check crew discord so that we can keep this conversation going if you have any questions that you want us to cover on this podcast or on social media you can email us at podcast at hellocheck.co or join us in the discord and throw it in there appreciate y'all